Hi, this is Julie. This is Liz. Hi, this is Sheila. Hi, this is Monica. This is Leanne. You're, You're listening, listening to Satellite Sisters, Sisters to Go. Your pronunciation of the word grocery, 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 has always baffled. So much more dramatic than I expected for a report on laundry. I know all you men out there would want us to test sports bras every week. Grocery, but then it wouldn't be called lab rats. It'd be called. Boob rats. Grocery store. We're going to take our clothes off and mist. Did you know it makes a great sex toy? Hey. Yeah. I think one of the rats just went under the table there in Portland. Oh, boy. This is going to be rough. Oh. oh. Look at us. We're beautiful. All the people push and pull, but let's just go out and ride. Talk about the things we tried. Look at us, we're beautiful All the people push and pull But they'll never get inside We got too much to hide this is Monica here, and we need your suggestions for our next intra-sister contest that we want to have in September. So send us your suggestions to SatelliteSisters.com. You remember our other intra-sister contests where we did cooking, baking, decorating? Well, what contest do you think the sisters should have in the fall? What crafty task do you think the sisters should attempt? Maybe it's cooking, decorating, gardening. How about a talent contest? <laughs> Monica, Monica, I think you're getting away from it with yourself. Okay, let's let's just be reasonable. Okay, I don't want a talent contest. Sheila's going to kill us with that balance beam routine. All right, and I already told you I don't want anything that involves fondant. But we do want to have another challenge for the fall, and we need your suggestions. So send them in to SatelliteSisters.com. We are going to be announcing the next Intrasister competition the first week back. That is going to be September 5th, so you are going to want to tune into the new season to find out what we're cooking, sewing, decorating, or gluing. We're also asking you this week, we want to hear your best summer CDs. That's right. We loved getting your ideas for the best beach bag books. We oh, got we hundreds, got so many. Yeah, hundreds and, and hundreds. And people like to share. Yeah. You know, that's what Satellite Sisters do. What books are you reading? What, what music are you listening to? That's sort of the beauty of our whole social network thing we have going on here. That's right. So we're asking you this week to email us or to blog about your favorite summer CDs. Now, it can be CDs from right now, from what's happening right now, or it can just be CDs from the past where every time you put it on, it takes you back to a different you know, Ooh. to a specific summer Ooh, memory. The summer of 76. Oh, that was a good one for me. <laughs> <laughs> I always think of Summer, Donna Summer. You know, remember when that album came out, that Last Dance album? I mean, that was like that. Well, yeah, now was, that you say that, I believe that was like the summer of, no, that was like the summer of 78. But mm-hmm. that was a good one for me because yeah. I went away with this family on a babysitting gig and <laughs> we played the Donna Summer album every night. Yep. Oh, yeah. Bringing me back. Uh, <laughs> new new music is good, too, though. Yeah. We don't want it all to be Journey and no. the Beach Boys and the Beatles. I don't Beatles. think we want any of it to be Journey. No, we, don't. we do love the Beach Boys. You know, we love our Beatles, but we're, we're interested in what you're listening to that's new and you think other Satellite Sisters might want to hear. All right. So you can email us or you can post on the blog. Uh, we're going to throw all of your suggestions in a big beach bag, and we're actually going to pick a winner. So Woo! we really want some suggestions here, and the winner is going to get a Starbucks gift card. So you can go to Starbucks, and you can download music, or you can get one of those 
pinkberry sorbetto things they have there, or just some nice coffee, which is what I enjoy getting at Starbucks. But uh, go ahead, send us your best summer CDs. Remember, it's a huge week. It's a huge month at Satellite Sisters. Next week, it's our Authors Week. And then the week after, it's Madison Mayhem. But this week, a little Madison Mayhem with the rats. Rats. Today, we have transformed the studio into a Swedish cooking store. That's right. <laughs> Sheila Dolan in Los Angeles, Monica in Portland, Oregon. Lab Rats, you know it's that special time in the show when Monica and I protest consumer products and report back on our findings. Good night, Liz. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy the pizza <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy, this is going to be rough, Sheila. I am flying the Swedish flag here in Portland. So I had my big trip to the Ikea Megastore last week with our mother, and we had lunch. We had the Swedish meatballs. It was my first experience with the now famous Ikea Swedish meatballs. I was terribly excited. The lunch was good, but I overheard some woman sitting next to me saying, I've had better. Oh, are you kidding me? I've had better. So I felt like the gauntlet was thrown down, and I knew the lab rats, we had to taste, test taste, frozen Swedish meatballs this week. That's right. Now, if you ever have any other suggestions for the lab rats, please email us at SatelliteSisters.com. Right, Monica? Yeah, and I have, Sheila, actually a boatload of suggestions that have come in over the past, uh, over the previous months because they all appear to be hidden in my Outlook Express program, and I apologize oh, for that. Oh, let's not but, even go there. Well, we're going to be getting to all of those suggestions in the coming weeks. All right. Okay, so Monica, why don't you tell people what kind of meatballs we tested? Okay, so they all come frozen, and they all come with sauce, and they can be found in the grocery store, except for, of course, the IKEA meatballs. Yes, you have to go to the big blue and yellow mega store. So we tested Lean Cuisine, Stouffer's, and the IKEA brand. That's right. Now, okay, this is Sheila. And my methodology and what I'm looking for. First of all, I just want to say I cooked enough meatballs for the Swedish army. <laughs> Why did you feel like you had to cook up 80 meatballs I don't, in the studio today for the taste I test? I don't know, Liz. And look at this cream sauce. I have enough there to sink a, a Swedish boat. All right. What am I looking for? I'm looking for food and nougat. Where are you getting these words? I'm looking for special noodles. No, I am looking for fast, quick, and clean. That is my motto. And my God, that IKEA store was so unbelievably fast with the food service. And I just loved it. Now, I had a very, very bad low blood sugar episode yesterday as I was going up in the elevator to find the food court. Um, But you know what? The beauty of frozen meatballs is I can do this at home. Because all I have as far as cooking is a microwave. So I enjoyed that. Um, but, you know, I did make that cream sauce uh, for the people in the studio. And, boy, that really, I had to dig out that measuring cup underneath the sink. <laughs> that right behind the cleaning supplies. Don't worry, I cleaned it. I mean, it was hard to find. Um, but I did uh, make enough sauce to, um, how much, was that two quarts of sauce? <laughs> 
That's a lot of salt. <laughs> some, I, I know you don't cook much, Sheila, so portion control is not really your thing either. All right. I'm looking for a nice, fresh meatball, Monica. I want something with a touch of parsley in it, just a little spatzle of green, if you know what I mean, and not too much salt. Not too much salt. <laughs> oh. ah. Okay, I think I'll have a meatball. <laughs> uh, well, I also cooked mine. Well, I had to cook them side by side in the oven because I do not own a microwave. You, the only thing you own is a microwave. I do not have one. So then I set them out in individual bowls, and I added, Sheila, a dollop of the Lingensilt. Otherwise, what, what is that? Lingensilt. That's a lingonberry preserve okay. that I bought at Ikea. But I... I Hold on. What? <laughs> do you have the Lingensilt? On tap, the meatballs are still frozen. <laughs> I just, I, stop now, everybody in the studio. I blew it. I did not. I, I just bit into a totally frozen one. All right. You can tell from I'm the look sorry. on my face. I'm sorry, Lyndon Spitzel. Continue. All right. This, well, is a, this is a nightmare. Now I have 80 meatballs that are frozen. Can I recook them? Yes. All right, go on, Monica. It wouldn't be recooking Ooh. them. It would actually just be cooking them through. <laughs> Okay, so I, I use the lingonberry preserves because Christina, who lives in Sweden, who I believe is an expert on Swedish meatballs. Wait, who's Christina? She, she writes to us all us. the time. Oh, okay, all right. She recommended I add the lingonberry preserves. Now, I, here's what I'm looking for. I want the meatballs to be firm and a little bit on the dry side. You know, I just don't want them to be too greasy. <laughs> No, dry? Yeah. I want them to be on the dry side because you're going to but coat do you them, want them in cooked. sauce. Do you want them cooked? So that's the big question because I don't do that. But go on. Okay. And I want them to be savory, but like you, Sheila, I don't want them to be too salty. All right. Let's so go. Let's, you, get, let's get to the meatballs all right. if you can. Oh, lean cuisine. Swedish meatballs with pasta. It's got a savory gravy. Single serving serves, uh, costs about $1.99. Now, this is 280 calories and 7 grams of fat. Now, I got hooked on Lean Cuisine from Leanne. I love the portion control. I love the touch of spatulag noodles in the Lean Cuisine. <laughs> now, uh, this is a salty entree, Monica, and it's not as meaty as the meatballs from Ikea or Stouffer's. I'm giving it one paw up for the Lean Cuisine, though. Okay. You know, here's what I liked about the Lean Cuisine. Well, first of all, it was 300 calories less per serving than the regular Stouffer's or the Ikea. So you have to love that. But it comes in kind of a dark gravy as opposed to the other two where you're, you're looking at a sour cream concoction that is pretty darn delicious. But I would say the Lean Cuisine was satisfying in the dark brown gravy. Had a slightly artificial taste, I have to say. Um, but I still liked it. I give it one paw up. If I had a hankering... For Swedish meatballs. And <laughs> or I a hankin' noodle. And, <laughs> and I didn't want to blow my calorie budget. I'd go for the lean cuisine. All right. Next up is Stouffer's Swedish meatballs. Now, this is a parsley, pasta, and sour cream <laughs> sauce. It's, it yeah. sells for about 200 not not $2.50 a serving. This has a whopping 500 <laughs> 560 calories. The meatballs are frozen. You you just keep staring at frozen A whopping 560 calories. This is too much bulk. This is too much fat, Monica. The serving set me way back. Two paws down for that Stouffer's. Oh, really? Well, I'll I'll say she'll about the Stouffer's. One look at that sour cream sauce, and I knew I needed a nap right afterwards. (laughs) Right. Um, It was... 
the meatballs were a little bit fatty, yet they were savory. I mean, there were just, the problem was there was just globs and gobs of that sour cream sauce. If that's what you want, I think you would love this stuff. But I'm going to just give it one paw up. I do give it props for the best parsley egg noodles of the two. Really? Okay, Mm -hmm. keep that in mind. All right, we're the Lab Rats. You know we are here in the studio uh, testing frozen Swedish meatballs. (laughs) And they're still frozen. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's get to the Ikea. All right, you call them, you may call them Swedish meatballs. I call them katabulers. Or you can call them Ikea Swedish meatballs if you like. Now, they're available in frozen to go. It's, I got the 80 meatball party pack because I live alone and I don't cook. Um, it's about $13. You get it near the exit sign, Liz. You have to go to the special bistro section. Uh-huh. All right? Thank you, Sheila. Now, don't forget to get the packet of cream, and that's called a Glockenspiel. <laughs> and I made that with heavy whipping cream and water. And look how fine that is, except I didn't have a whisk. So all of the chunks of the packet are on the bottom there. Okay, They're not whisked in. All right. Wow. Uh, when I went to Ikea and had that kitty platter with French fries, I was blown away. Those French fries, never mind the meatballs, were the best fries I've ever had in my life. Is that when you felt compelled to pick up the phone and call me? <laughs> yes. Now, unbelievably fresh meatballs for frozen, even though mine are still frozen. Look at that color, that gorgeous brown color, Liz. Look at the freshness of it. And are you enjoying your lingonberry juice? Yes, thank you very much. Let's not forget I bought lingonberry juice for all the participants in the studio. It's lingon still. All right. Two paws up for the, for the Ikea, Monica. I couldn't stand these meatballs. They were so good. <laughs> okay, you know what, Sheila? I love the giant party pack idea because I, for me it's enough servings for a month or maybe a year if I stretch them out. Um, I was a little disappointed, though, that they are manufactured in the U.S. I thought they were going to be imported from Stockholm. Oh, you know, oh, I'm yes. sure they right. are an authentic Swedish recipe, but they are made in the U.S., what I liked about the IKEA meatballs, they had a firm texture, slightly dry, <laughs> held up well with the cream sauce and the lingonsilt preserves. I would say for frozen Swedish meatballs, I would give them two paws up. I have had better fresh Swedish meatballs in a restaurant, but we're not talking about restaurant meatballs here. Are no, we? we're not. We're talking no. about at home. Frozen meatballs that the rats cook. the rats can cook in their own kitchen. So you I don't have a microwave. I do. I have an oven though. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's let's not fight about the cooking method. All right. Let's recap our findings, Monica. I now, thought the authentic IKEA brand was the best. All right. I enjoyed the frozen IKEA brand actually. I really did. And uh, Monica, you gave special props. To the Stouffer's uh, parsley sauce. Is that correct? <laughs> the noodles. Right? <laughs> All right, the noodles. All right. Oh, now, gosh. now listen up. Before we get to uh, what we're going to do next week, Monica, I just were you aware that there was a meatball story in the news today? No. <laughs> yes. Um, out of New York, um, a veteran counterterrorism detective uh, flunked a drug test in New York, and he claimed that his wife served him. Marijuana spiked meatballs. <laughs> now, everybody said that just was incredible. Uh-huh. Uh, they did not believe him. And, Monica, just in case you ever want to go for the meatball defense, it doesn't work. <laughs> All right? So there you go. A little meatball story on top of our report. Meatballs in the news. Who knew? So okay. M- next week, the Lab Rats, we're going to try and honor your requests. And, again, 
We've received lots of them, but they were hidden in my Outlook Express program. Uh, but I found them. We got a lot of good suggestions. We're sorry we cannot do charcoal briquettes or cocktail mixes because one of the lab rats does not grill and does not drink. <laughs> All right, okay? there you go. We had to rule those two out. But Derek... He, he wrote to us, and he asked if we would test window cleaners. Oh, Derek, you're a man after my own heart. So that's what we're going to do next week, I window cleaners. I am so excited about that because I don't have a lot of room in my cottage, but I have a lot of glass. <laughs> <laughs> you do? Yes. I hadn't really noticed any windows. <laughs> no, it's mirrors. Oh, glassware. Yes. <laughs> mirrors. Gives the illusion of light. <laughs> We're testing mattresses today. Our sister Liz needed us to do that. She's moving into a two-bedroom condo, and she needs a new bed, right, Right. Liz? It seemed like the opportunity to invest in a good new mattress. Mm, That's they're right. out there, Liz. They are out there. So let, let us tell, uh, tell you what we tested already. We did test the Tempur-Pedic. I gave it two paws up. I love the Tempur-Pedic. Monica was n- did not like it. I gave it two, two paws down. I really didn't like it. We also tested the Lindsay Wagner Select Comfort Sleep Number Bed. <laughs> I um, gave it one paw up. Was not crazy about it, but d- it didn't bother me. Monica? Two paws down for this one. I didn't like the whole system. But, Liz, you know, in defense of the Select Comfort, I wanted to tell you a couple of things you might want to consider on the plus side. Okay. The Select Comfort, you can adjust the back of the bed to sit up in bed. Oh, I like that. And it comes with a massage vibrating bed feature. If that's something you think you or your dog, Ferris, might be interested in it. Really? You know, and most of these beds, like the Tempur-Pedic and the Select Comfort, they all come with the trial period, like a 30 to 60-day trial period. So if you don't like it after 30, 60 days, you can return the bed. That's good to know. Thank you, Monica. That's very Excellent research work. Wow. I, I, I really enjoyed this assignment. But let's move on, Sheila, to my favorite all right well the simmons ambassador that's the high-end traditional coil spring pillow top mattress and here's my my take on this sisters coils plus springs equals no sleep to me (sighs) that is just the basic sweet sleep uh sleep equation um (laughs) or or the lack of sleep equation or or could be sweeping occasion (laughs) sleep equation um because (laughs) So you didn't like it. I cannot sleep on coils or springs. I simply cannot. (laughs) Well, you're not sleeping directly on the coils. I know, but I am like Princess in the Pea. I can feel them no matter what. Okay, two, so you I'm sorry. better two, off with the foam mattress. To pause down for the Simmons Ambassador, Monica. Okay, Liz, here's what I felt about it. This is now, this is a high end. It's like a $2,200 traditional mattress. Wow, I guess I didn't realize they were that yes, expensive. and that was kind of mid-range. Really? Okay. Heaven nirvana bliss when i laid on this bed i was like the eagle has landed really monica it was firm yet cozy and on a scale of one to ten i would give the simmons ambassador a nine wow it was i mean for me there was no questions and at that point i i i tested what the serta foam mattress right next to a pillow top, and I need the traditional plush pillow top. That's the only way to go. Okay. Well, let's, li- yeah, Monica, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, Liz, I just, so I give this one two paws up, but I have some other models you might want to consider in this category if you go the traditional route. Thank you, Monica. What are they? Okay, there was the Thomas O'Brien Brumpton. Okay. Brumpton. That, that was kind of a high-end one. But then in the $1,000 range, I love the Simmons Anali plush. <laughs> And that's $1,000 for a bed. That's 
pretty good compared to what I saw out there yesterday. And the sales rep claimed that this was the Weston Heavenly Bed. See, um, that means a lot to me because the Weston Heavenly Bed and the Sheraton Super Sleeper, if you've been in a Sheraton lately, it, the, their beds are so fantastically comfortable. Yes. I'm thinking of just going to Sheraton.com. Can well, you can. That? That's another choice. You they can go sell to those, them now, yes. You can go to the hotel websites and buy the whole bed package, but you might be better off just buying one of these mattresses that are very similar. But you know what? I also tried a $600 model, the Spring Air Provincial Luxury Plush, and it was great. I loved it. All righty. There you and, go. And don't be... Don't be shy about buying something at a department store or a mattress store because, you know what, they have a seven-day return policy. Oh, oh they do. do. Yes, let's they do. Re- let's recap our finding list. I love the Tempur-Pedic mattress. Monica loved the Simmons uh, Ambassador. Let's take a couple calls before we go. Lily, line five. Um, you love the King Coil Majestic. <laughs> <laughs> what, what is, is that? that, Lily? Well, it is a cross between a regular uh, coil mattress and the Tempur-Pedic. Memory foam. Oh, I tried some of those, Lily. A hybrid. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it has about six inches of uh, the memory foam on top of the coils. And uh, my husband and I sleep in a king size, and he's about six foot four and weighs close to 300 pounds. And I never even feel him move. Oh, wow. That's a good bed, Lily. <laughs> Yeah, so, Monica, awesome. you you tested some of those, too? I did. I tried some of the hybrid models, and you're right. They were they were fine. They were great. But you know what? You have to be careful on some of those big plushy top ones, Liz, that the sheets are going to fit. All right. Before we go, Rats, it's, Heather has <laughs> called in. She was our first caller to give us our next suggestion for next week. Heather, what do you think the Rats should test next week? Um, well, we're looking for a new stainless steel refrigerator, and I know that some of them keep clean cleaner on the outside than others so i was wondering if you guys because i have a toddler and i have another baby on the way and you know cleaning takes up enough of my life so. heather we are I on it i love this idea we're stealth we're gonna go to the appliance store yeah, this we're is hard to test no we're gonna soil the the, the we're gonna bring the floor models products. take a toddler we I have a methodology are you kidding we will figure it out don't worry about it heather thank you for calling in Wow, this has been this week. It was really exciting because the lab rats had a special request from a listener in Indiana. Here's the deal: she wants to buy a stainless steel refrigerator because she loves the clean, modern look of stainless. But she has a dilemma: she's the mother of several young children, and several of those children have a sticky hands. So <laughs> she wants to know: is there a stainless steel refrigerator out there? That will not look like a smudgy, smeary mess at the end of the day. So you know what? She called on the lab rats to investigate, and we took on the challenge. That's what we do. Didn't we do? So this is what we did, Sheila. The lab rats, we went undercover to appliance stores. (laughs) Undercover. Undercover, (laughs) posing as consumers. In fact, Liz, I told the salesman I had several young children. (laughs) So that is undercover. Oh, wow. But so much for truthiness. <laughs> yes. and, and here's what we found out. I think we found a solution. 
Mm-hmm. Oh. Our listener in Indiana, so I want you to hang tight. That's okay. Good you know, I just want to say we didn't compare anything about the features, about the prices of these refrigerators. That's not like, our job. No <laughs> idea how much they're. Well, it is kind of. I mean, your consumer product comparison. But we were only testing the cleanability. Okay. The cleanability. <laughs> okay. That's right. And we're also going to be giving you tips on how to keep those new stainless steel appliances looking shiny and new. All okay. right. But first, we want to put out our phone number, right, Monica? That's right. We would like a suggestion from you. What do you want the lab rats to test for you? So please call us and at the end of the segment uh, we'll take your suggestions or a suggestion. Our number is 866-337-4783. All righty. So let's get, uh, Monica, you ready to get started? Ready to get started on the methodology. Okay, Sheila. we are the lab rats. We are testing um, stainless steel refrigerator cleansers. And if you don't think that applies to you, just hold on and listen. Now, let me give you a little backstory. Um, most of the appliances in my apartment are circa 1942. Yes. Okay, so nothing really has been bought new in my apartment. Um, and I know I knew I was not going to be getting a stainless steel refrigerator anytime soon. So what I did was I bought a stainless steel garbage can. Oh, okay. And, and, okay, yeah. manageable. So you did all your testing on a garbage can. Right, well, can. that's what I did, Liz. It's the same surface. It's stainless steel. But I, I wanted to kick it up a notch in my kitchen. So what I did was I bought a stainless steel garbage can put out by the company called Simply Human, and you can buy them at Bed Bath & Beyond. And then I, I kicked it up, and I bought two stainless steel pots, which I never use. <laughs> but, they, but they're in my uh, kitchen. And oh, they look, my gosh. And I love the shiny, shiny look. But what I have been doing for many months is I've been trying to clean that garbage can mm. with a Clorox wipe. I told you, <laughs> you're not supposed to use bleach on stainless steel. Well, you're you to- not? You told, nope. you told me late, and w- but just we're going to tell our listeners what they really need to do. So I finally, you know, what I was looking for, what I was really trying for, after I tried <laughs> the Clorox and the Windex, I wanted, obviously, a shiny, clean, smooth look. And what I call the <laughs> no fun house effect. I do not want to look at my garbage can and start seeing all sorts of... Okay. Oh, <laughs> Sheila. Different images. I, I just want to clean. I don't think this has anything to do. Okay, great <laughs> product. So what I did, what I did <laughs> was I, I, this is my methodology. I, <laughs> what? I took ketchup packets, um, little tiny. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Sheila, that's hilarious. Did you took ketchup pack, packets and put it on your garbage can? Yes, I did. <laughs> and that's what I used. To test the oh, ability. Okay, well, I had a little Monica, bit more scientific account. No, uh, Liz, this is what I did. I went to a large appliance store Good that for sells you. many brands of stainless steel refrigerators because I figured that would be the right place to go. Good for oh, you, Check into these things. But you know what? I didn't go empty-handed. I had a few supplies. Okay, I had a piece of hard candy in one pocket, a peppermint <laughs> that I was sucking on because I wanted the sticky finger uh-huh. material. That's yeah. very good, sister. And then in one pocket, I had this vinegar-soaked paper towel because I read that if you use, like, vinegar and water, that helps uh, keep your stainless steel appliances shiny. I didn't know, so I thought I'd try it out. Uh-huh. So I did some covert smearing and wiping, and let me just tell you, the results were very grim. Okay. Oh, really? Grim and grimy. So then you know what I did? I came straight out, and I asked the salesman, because that's what the lab rats do for you. I said, you know what? Is there any stainless steel refrigerator out there that resists 
streaks and smears. And way I to go, Monica. Way <laughs> to go. Came right out. Wow. Mr. Salesman. That's Woo. so direct. It's stunning. For it the is lab stunning. Rats. It is stunning. So Sheila. What was her answer? <laughs> okay. Here, here, Sheila, did you have any other findings? Well, my findings were, um, this is what I found, that Windex with paper towel was the closest I came to getting, you know, the effect, the clean, smooth, no funhouse effect on my stainless steal garbage can. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Here, okay. Everything you did just doesn't apply at all. Monica, how are you? It's stainless okay. steel. It's stainless. You're right, Sheila. It's stainless steel. All right. Here's the bottom line on yeah. the stainless steel appliances. All stainless steel appliances show smudges, fingerprints, and they can scratch. All of them. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. In fact, many of the floor models were an absolute mess. I mean, I... I wouldn't have bought a stainless steel appliance based on the floor models they had there. I felt like saying the salesman, can't you, like in your free time, polish these things up a little bit? Uh, the, The vinegar in the water did not work very well. But here's what I found. There is one model of refrigerator. It's the Kenmore brand, and it comes with something called a satin finish. Ooh. It's stainless steel satin finish, and it is more resistant to smudges or I, I like to call it the smudginess factor. Uh-huh. So I loved the surface. Here's the thing about this ultra satin or satin finish. It also holds magnets. And normal oh. stainless steel refrigerators don't hold magnets. Right. They don't. Okay. So then I asked the sales rep, well, this ultra satin finish is beautiful, but he told me it doesn't come in stoves and dishwashers because the heat melts it off. But I looked around because oh. that's what the lab rats do, and oh. I found a dishwasher that has a satin finish. Monica. Monica. Okay. You humble me, sister. I, I found a dishwasher that has a satin finish, and it's, uh, what the heck is it? Oh, a Frigidaire. Frigidaire. Oh. So you'd get the Kenmore refrigerator and the Frigidaire dishwasher with now, the ultra satin finish, but I know they don't match, but, you know, that's good enough. I have another suggestion for okay. the listener in Indiana. Frigidaire also makes a refrigerator with an enamel finish, and it's called Silver Mist. And it looks like stainless, but it's enamel. And you know what? I loved it. When I stood there and I was like, oh, wow, that, that's very attractive. What about the funhouse effect? Was the sales, funhouse the effect? saleswoman came over and said, oh, I think it looks really cheap. And I was like, oh. okay, well, I guess we won't be buying that one. All right. Well, that is not good salesmanship. Um, no, it isn't, because I really enjoy... It's called upselling. Upselling. She's, they're trying to move Monica towards the more expensive model. Oh, oh is, is that what it's called? Yeah, that's what it's called. So I might look into that silver mist enamel thing. It looks like stainless steel. It's not really stainless steel. Okay, how do you keep it clean? Don't use bleach. Don't use 409. Try vinegar and water. That's what they recommend. Chamois, sheepskin chamois. It seems like you need to do a lot of buffing with stainless steel. So sheepskin chamois, sheepskin or sheepskin chamois, chamois cloth. They okay, Leon. Chamois. They also make stainless steel wipes. Wyman's brand stainless steel wipes, and then a step further, you can get the stainless steel cleaner, but it's a cream. You put it on, it needs to be buffed. So stainless steel is a lot of work. It is. I would definitely look for that satin finish or ultra satin finish. Monica, can you hold on? Your findings are amazing. But Kathy in Michigan (laughs) has called in with the stainless steel cleaning product. Kathy, what have you found? Okay. You can buy it at QVC. And it's called the Magic Cloth, and it's a great cloth. You go under Household Products, Cleaning Supplies, and there's two rags in a thing for, like, $19. 
And, I mean, you dampen this thing, you wring it out, it will do mirrors, it will do countertops, it will do refrigerators, stainless steel, dishwashers, no streaks. No. Wow. wow, that is magic. QVC, it have the lab rats really ever gone to QVC? Magic. No. No, but uh, we appreciate your, your call on that. <laughs> and that's, uh, that's so it's a reusable only with water. I like that. Yeah, that, that sounds like easy, like a young mother. Could, a mother of young kids could handle that because it seemed like there was a lot of buffing and polishing involved with these other cleaners, so beware. Kathy, uh, thank you for your phone call, and I think maybe next week you can do lab rats with Monica because you obviously <laughs> understood, understood the challenge. Yes, understood the assignment, actually. Oh. Now, Monica, um, do you want to recap your findings? <laughs> yeah, I think she just did. Satin. Okay. Anything that says a satin finish or ultra satin finish is your best bet. All righty. Okay. Um, and are there any extra um, cleaning tips that you no, have to say? No, no. Okay. No, I'm totally. Hey, Monica, can I report in on last week's Lab Rats report? Yeah, because last week, Liz, we, we went out and we tested different types of mattresses for you. We had quite a mm, call yes. in. And I did exactly what the Lab Rats told me to do. Monica, Good. you know me well. You knew what I was really looking for. And you told me to go for the plush pillow top Sealy. Yes, right? Liz, I did. I walked right into a place on Wilshire Boulevard the other day. I just narrowed my... There are a lot of beds out there on yes. the market. And you're right. They're so expensive. I had no idea until you told me. Yeah, frightfully expensive. And so I just went... I got... I think I got myself a very solid... Plush pillow top ceiling. Oh, plush pillow top. Not Ooh. top of the line. I just couldn't go that far on a bed. But so I got sort of the middle of the road, but the larger size. I went, I went for the Cal King. So in case you were curious, I, I, I actually followed the lab rat's advice. Maybe I'm the first person ever to do that. <laughs> and I'll report back and let you know how it goes. No, I think people have followed our advice before, Liz, but thank you for sharing on that. As promised this week, we tested bottled waters. Okay, if you have other products that you'd like us to test, email us at sisters at SatelliteSisters.com. Or you can call us, 866-33-SISTER is our number, if you want to call in during the rats. Okay, so Sheila and I tested three, I mean, the lab rats, tested three popular brands of bottled water that can be purchased at the grocery store. We tried an inexpensive bottled water, what I would call wildly popular, trendy uh, bottled water, and a designer boutique water. Boutique okay. water. Yes. So we did Desani, Fiji water, and Voss. V-O-S-S, Voss. Voss. Okay, so let's go through our methodology, Monica, and what we're looking for. Do I like to drink water? Does this rat like to drink water? Never. I never like to drink anything that's not flavored and carbonated. Really? So it takes everything I oh. can for this rat to actually down some water. So this is my methodology. <laughs> I waited till I, after I had a big workout and I was depleted. And I like to go on a hot, hot day. What I like to do is I like to go into the 7-Eleven and pick up a bottle of a certain kind of brand of water that I like. And I like to take it right out of the cooler and down it in the car. That was my methodology. That's how I tasted and tested whether a water was really refreshing to me. And the other kind of test I did was I walked into the refrigerated uh, cabinet in the supermarket. Mm -hmm. And then I got another kind of local water that I liked. And again, tried to see if it really quenched my thirst on a hot day after a workout. So that's what I was that was my methodology because I don't like to drink water during the day. What am I looking for? Fresh, clean, and full. Fresh, clean, and full. 
That is the formula for the perfect water for this rat. This is Sheila. Monica? Okay, here's how I tested it, Sheila. I was, I think, a little bit more scientific. First, I <laughs> chugged it straight out of the bottle, room temperature. Then I did what I tried to create was a blind tasting in clean glasses, but it's really hard to do a blind tasting of things when you're alone because you're pouring the water into these glasses and then like closing your eyes and shuffling the glasses around. It's very, very difficult Mm -hmm. to do the blind tasting. Plus, I wanted to make sure that I had sort of cleared my palate Mm. between each water and I didn't know how to do that. So I got a flour tortilla sort of left over in the freezer from our tortilla expose we did last month. And lastly, I compared all three of the bottled waters to Portland tap water. Wow. Very scientific. Here's what I'm looking for, like everyone else, a clean taste. I don't want it to taste like the plastic bottle. And and frankly, I'm just not going to spend a fortune for water when you can get it for free. I'm sort of a casual bottled water drinker. I pick up a bottle when I'm thirsty, when I'm out at the store, but I don't always have a bottle of water with me. I'm usually perfectly satisfied with tap water. All right. So we are the Lab Rats today. We're testing bottled water for you. And let's let's start with Dasani. Mm-hmm. Dasani is the popular brand in the blue bottle. It is made by the, it, pr- distributed by the Coca-Cola company. Mm-hmm. But don't let that stop you. Now, who wouldn't like a water that says purified and enhanced? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I like about it. And I also like the fact that it's consistently fresh, it's consistently clean, it's not always consistently full, but it's got that beautiful, beautiful blue bottle, it's easy to carry around, it's a reasonable price, and I'm giving it two paws up for Dasani. Okay. Okay, here's what I think. First of all, Dasani, the name just invokes freshness, but you know, it's made by Coca-Cola. They're like marketing giants, so of course that's their strength. It's about the right price. It was 99 cents a liter. Tasted a little bit like plastic for me, but compared to the Portland tap water, which I never really realized how disgusting that tasted, (laughs) it was the clear winner between Dasani and the Portland tap water. One paw up for Dasani. One paw for Dasani. Okay, Monica, let's go to Fiji. Now, this is the bottle of, it's a beautiful bottle. It is, and it's very popular, and it's very expensive. It is expensive, Leanne. It is um, more expensive than a Dasani. It's an artesian water. I'm not quite sure what that means. (laughs) I was hooked on Fiji about a year ago, and then I was trying to figure out, where is that aquifer deep within the earth? Where does this water come from exactly? Does it come from Fiji? And yes. I, I don't, I'm not, I don't buy that it comes from Fiji. And I just, what I did was I stopped drinking it when I just, I got it in my mind that it may not be coming from Fiji. What I like about it is that it's clean and it's full. It's also soft. It's got a soft quality to it, but the square bottle can be rather cumbersome in my little car where I like to drink water. So one, only one paw up for the Fiji from this rat. Wow. Okay, Sheila, actually the Fiji water was my favorite. I thought, like you, it was light, clean taste. It was soft. Now, it was about twice as expensive as the Dasani, so it's about $2 a liter. But can you justify paying that kind of money, Monica? Well, Ooh, that's some tough talk. <laughs> I feel like I feel like because I don't drink a lot of bottled water, maybe if I'm going to buy myself a bottle, I just might go for the Fiji from now on. But you know what? Like you, Sheila, I don't believe it's really from Fiji. But that's what it says on the I bottle. Know. That's a long way for water to come. I know, Monica. And it's got that beautiful... Uh, 
plant on the Hi- cover. It's Hi- a hibiscus. hibiscus. Which could be Fiji, could be California. I okay. just don't know. But to me, it had the Fiji water had a superior taste to both the Dasani and the tap water. Two paws up. All right. Two paws up for Monica. Lastly, Voss. Voss. I don't know if you've seen this. It's a tall, thin, <laughs> silver round bottle with a special seal on it. This is what they call a designer water. It's, it's in hotel rooms a lot. That's <laughs> They try to get you to buy like the $12 bottle of water. For goodness sakes, it's $12. It's water. It, it's $4.99 a liter here. And in hotels, it's it's more than double that, Lee. And you're right. And it just, FYI, Madonna and Brittany drink Voss water. <laughs> it, it comes from springs in the remote valley of Christian song <laughs> on Norway's southern coast. It often comes in a glass bottle. And you know what I have done in the past? I have broken that seal in the hotel because in my mind, I am Madonna. And I can't afford that bottle. But that's not really true. I come down to earth. And then when I see a Voss bottle in my local Japanese restaurant, I don't buy it because I say, hey, I'm not Madonna. I can't afford Voss water, even though it's got a nice, clean taste, not exactly full Two paws down for the Voss for the price. Oh, wow, Sheila. Well, I, I mean, of course, for me, the hang-up is the price. Now, the first time I encountered Voss was in that hotel room in Moscow when we all went to visit Julie. Right. And I think the Minimar menu said it was something like 49,000 rubles. Right. And even though I was extremely jet-lagged, and I had no knowledge of the exchange rate. I knew that was an outrageous price for a bottle of water. That's so right. I didn't fall for it. So this is, even though I see it in a lot of hotel rooms and fancy restaurants, this is the first time I've actually purchased it. Now, it's about $5 a liter. Wow, that's expensive. Yeah, and it only comes in a glass bottle. So this is the kind of water maybe you're going to serve at a dinner party or your friends come over and you want to impress them. (laughs) But as our mother used to say, no bottles allowed on the table. Right, but I think mom would accept the boss. I think it it might meet her standards. But you know what? You're not going to be carrying this bottle on like a hike or to the gym class. All right. You know what? We got to recap our findings quickly, Monica. uh, 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 Okay. I put one paw up for the boss. Uh, My findings of Dasani water is the best choice for me. Monica, what's your choice? Fiji. Fiji water. Next. This week, the lab rats went and we tested frozen breakfast entrees. Mm. Wow. Yummy. Wow. You know, the rats were always looking for suggestions of other products we can test. So go to our website, SatelliteSisters.com, and just shoot us an email. Tell us other products you want to test. So here's the deal, Sheila. I was in the grocery store. You know, I'm going to say that very carefully because you accused me of saying grocery store. I was in the grocery store one day, and I was looking for some frozen waffles, okay? And I sort of happened upon this whole world of frozen breakfast entrees that I really didn't know existed. I saw things like frozen sausage and pancakes on a stick. (laughs) Really? On a stick. And I was like, wow, the lab rats, we need to investigate this whole food category. Okay, so I'm going to spare you. We did not test any meals on a stick this oh, week. Oh, shoot. Yeah, who? because they only came in like the giant pack, Leon. Oh. But we did test three breakfast entrees. First, the Pillsbury Toaster Scrambles, the reduced fat egg, cheese, and bacon. Uh-huh. Then we tested the South Beach Diet All-American Breakfast Wraps. Oh, good. And... The granddaddy of them all, the Jimmy Dean Breakfast Bowl. Okay. Oh, yes. That looks okay, good. the Jimmy Dean Breakfast Bowl. All right, let's go through our methodology, Monica, and what we were looking for. All right, I don't know. I think I, I just made this up. 
I'm looking for a heat and eat. Have you ever heard those two words put together? But that's exactly what I want. You know, I only cook in a microwave, so I don't really have any cooking at home that I do, except for heating up. And and I eat out, Julie, and you know that. Um, I basically have one setting, popcorn. And I find that it can be just as hot as I need or just as not hot. I mean, it's really just an all-inclusive setting. Yeah. And um, I need something, Monica. I need something that's going to sustain me for at least three hours. Because you know what happens after three hours? You get hangry. I get hangry. I dip down. I want some smart carbs if they have it. And I want something that's tasty and fresh. Wow, you're asking a lot from these breakfast. <laughs> well, of course, it's my breakfast, Monica. That's okay. the most important meal of the day, isn't it? Yes, it is, Sheila. Okay, here's how I did the testing. I toasted the Pillsbury scrambles because they said you can either toast it or heat it in the microwave. So I did that. And the other two I did in the microwave. Then I did a side-by-side tasting. So I had a little scramble, a little wrap a little bowl okay the first and then repeat and then repeat okay the what i was looking for you know seeing these were like egg entrees Mm -hmm. i wanted to test the egg i taste the egg okay i really want to taste egg in it and i wanted something sheila like you you said heat and eat I wanted something that was neat to eat. Okay? Oh! I wanted something that maybe, you know, you could just take to work and heat up in the microwave and eat at your desk in the morning and it wouldn't make a big mess. That's what I was looking for. And like you, I wanted to be satisfied. I don't want to be hungry a late, an hour later. All right. Well, th- that we definitely agree on. Okay. We're the lab rats. Now, today we're testing frozen breakfast entrees, people. Let's start with the Pillsbury Toaster Scrambles. Is that what this thing is? Okay, this is the Pillsbury Toaster Scramble. I have samples on my tray here. Uh Go ahead, little sisters. Go ahead. (laughs) Enjoy the rat food if you you can. That makes it sound so much more more better. All right. Now, here's the thing with the scrambles. First of all, scrambles is not a real word. Okay. They you know made what, that up. You know what, Sheila? I kept thinking they were called scramblers. And no. Then I, had, then I read the box carefully. It is scrambles. There's too much going on here. This is not good. With a pastry crust <laughs> and an egg and not a good. cheese and a bacon. Now, you can prepare these in the microwave. They're only, this is the good part, they're only 160 <laughs> calories and 9 grams of fat. Really? But I, and I, I appreciated that. I'm giving it's it a lot one, of fat, though. Well, not compared to, to the breakfast ball. So okay. hold on, sister. I give it one paw up, Monica, for the low fat content, considering the three that we tested, and the fact um, that it is a heat and eat. But that's all I can give it. There was too much going on here. Okay, the, here's what I felt about the scramblers. There were some scrambles. scrambles, scrambles, scrambles. Thank you, my goodness. Thank you. There was something wrong with the ratio of filling to the pastry yes, crust. Yes, Monica, I would agree. Okay. It was like there wasn't enough filling, and the buttery pastry crust taste, it just overwhelmed the whole thing. And the inside was a little bit soupy. You know, I, I'm going to give it props for the nice toaster crust texture and portability, okay? So... Here's the deal. I wouldn't refuse one of these if I was offered one, but I probably won't go out and purchase the product again. 
I have to give it one paw down. One yeah. paw down. One paw down. Okay. All right. For the Pillsbury Toaster Scrambles. And it, right. so- it sounds like your audience there, the studio <laughs> audience, agrees with you. Right. Okay. We're getting. Okay. We're moving on then to the South Beach Diet All American Breakfast Wrap. Now these are frozen breakfast burritos made with scrambled egg whites, reduced fat cheese. Bacon and tomato and a whole wheat tortilla. These are 200 calories, 9 grams, grams of fat, microwavable. I lived on these for the last six months. Did I not, sisters? <laughs> these are fantastic. Okay, I want Very to move good. to South Beach. Okay, that's the way I look at it. <laughs> I will never get in a bikini, even though I'm wearing, eating these for all three meals sometimes. But I love the all-American wrap. It has a great blend of carbs and fat. It is satisfying. It is a real breakfast. I don't get hungry until three hours later. Two paws up from this wrap for the South Beach diet. All right. Sheila, well, you know, first of all, I have to say that the whole breakfast burrito concept, it should be like in the Food Hall of Fame. I mean, it's just a great <laughs> idea. You know, the whole combination of food, the configuration with the tortilla. So I know the South Beach, they call it a wrap, but it's really a breakfast burrito. You know, these looked healthy and they tasted healthy. I love the amount of the egg filling. My only criticism was that the wheat tortilla had a slight sort of cardboard taste to it. In fact... Oh, say the word. Aftertaste. I, it had a Any little... Any Lab Rap report is not complete with the word aftertaste in it. You know what? I, I At first, I thought the aftertaste was slightly fishy, so it's kind of turned off, but I gave it another chance. And what did you think? You know what? I... I thought it could use some bulking up with some salsa, but I really liked this product. I would buy it again. I'm going to give it one paw up. The only reason it didn't get the highest rating was because of the cardboard tortilla taste. All right. All right. Let's move on. Lastly, to the Jimmy Dean breakfast bowl. Hello. (laughs) Ready in three minutes. Here we go. We have samples on the table. Now, this is a bowl, and I love bowls. It's got eggs, potato, bacon, and cheddar. Mm. It's in a bowl, Julie. That sounds good. Uh, I love the commercials. uh, I love these commercials. And let's listen to the calorie count, shall we, ladies? 520 calories. Oh, my god! For gosh. the Jimmy Dean. You mean I could eat a Big Mac? I could eat two Big Macs. 33 grams of fat, oh sisters. Oh, my God. Yes. Okay. Whoa. Now, I love a bowl. Uh, in fact, I have one bowl at home that I eat most <laughs> of my meals in. All right? And I love all these separate ingredients. I love the egg. I love the bacon. I love the potato. And I love a cheddar. But I don't like these in combination <laughs> with one another. Okay? I could not justify the 33 grams of fat in the Jimmy Dean. I'm giving it two paws down. Two paws down? Yes. Wow. wow. The, the flavor's good, but you're right. That's a lot of... It's a well, big portion, too. Uh, Well, you know what, Julie? I will not cross the line in terms of fat. Okay. <laughs> I cannot go over, say, 12 grams of fat in anything I'm eating. Okay. Okay. So 33, two paws down. Monica? Okay, you know what? The Jimmy Dean, I mean, it was insanely tasty. Insane. Okay? (laughs) Insane. But I knew it was insanely bad for me at the same time. I mean, how could that combination of egg, cheese, potatoes, bacon be good for you? I, too, love stuff in bowls. You know, it tasted, it was like hearty. It was salty. It was spicy. It was cheesy. It was gooey. And it made me really sleepy after I ate it. Okay? (laughs) So I'm going to give it what. I, I, you know, it was so tasty. I have to give it one paw up for taste and heft. Okay. Yes. Well, listen to this. Not only does it have 33 grams of fat, mm. it has 132% of your daily cholesterol intake. <laughs> 
and 62% of your sodium intake. Hey, they don't bill it as diet food. Okay, you know, little, it's, a little it, rat. You're it, not in. You here, give me back the box, okay? It's, it, it, it's a breakfast bowl. Liz and Leanne are always reading off the boxes, mm. giving us other information that we don't have in our findings, right, Monica? Right, and we don't <laughs> need right. that other information. Yeah, we don't need it. We know it's fatty. All right, Leanne? Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's recap our findings, shall we? Yeah. Monica? You know what? It sounded like we both like the South Beach Diet All-American Breakfast Yes, route. Yes, very good. This is a first. I mean, I gave it two solid paws up, Monica. And you- I gave it one paw up, but I said I would buy it again in a meeting. I mean, a minute. This is something good to have in your arsenal, I Th- think, this- in your freezer at home. This is a good product, people. And, you know, everybody's watching their weight out there. So this is a nice staple. Men, men will eat eat those. Well, yes, they will, because there's enough heft, as yes. Monica would say. Mm-hmm. And who cares about the aftertaste? Just <laughs> drown it with salsa. Right. I, I feel like it could use a little bulking up with salsa, and uh, you would really have yourself like a two-paw-up breakfast. Okay, so we, we did agree, finally, after all of these many months at Lab Rats, on something. Uh, but not an exact match, as always. <laughs> now, next week, Monica... Why don't you tell the people what we're going to test? <laughs> well, this was your idea. <laughs> oh, I can't wait. <laughs> it's really a category I, I don't even think I've even thought about, a product. So we're going to do shower cleaners? Yes. Or is it shower cleansers? Well, it's both. You know there are a lot of misting agents out there that you can use right after your shower. You know about these. To put on your body or to put no, in no, your no, shower no. stall? No, no, no. To clean the mildew off your shower. Oh, oh, oh yes. A, oh, I, I, I look forward to that. Oh, yes. Too. The Lab Rats request line is open. It but, um, sure is. The lines but, uh, are ringing. <laughs> okay, really? Uh, <laughs> they don't actually ring in the studio, but they do ring. In, in my email. head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. This is going to be rough. Oh, oh I'm chocolate up. I'm all chocolate up. That's, okay, what, go. that's what happens when you eat three chocolate bars in the morning for breakfast. Okay. <laughs> Unfortunately, the rats, that we could not honor Ashley's request. I love this. She wanted us to test push versus electric lawnmowers. <laughs> did, you, did you tell her? Well, you know, Ashley did say, I'll understand if you can't do this. I had to explain this was beyond the scope of the lab rats. Uh, I, for, I said that Sheila does not participate in yard work. Uh, <laughs> Because she lives in what what she call, refers to as a grotto. There's a six-by-eight-foot patch of concrete outside her front door, and that never requires mowing. So I, I apologize to Ashley. We cannot test lawnmowers. She understood. But my beady little rat eyes did light up when Eileen in Austin wrote to us, and she asked if we could test dark chocolate. Now, yum, yum, yum. Eileen, Eileen is interested in the... Health benefits Benefits. of rich, dark (laughs) chocolate. Yes, of course you are, Eileen. But we thank you for that request. Uh, She doesn't want to spend a lot of money at the checkout. She doesn't have to. But we want to get the health benefits Mm -hmm. of dark chocolate. So we tested three different dark chocolates bars. These are the kind that you can find at most grocery stores. There are a lot of super delicious artisanal... (laughs) Dark chocolates. Oh, there are some deep dark chocolates out, out there. there, but we kind of stuck with the brands that you can find at the grocery store all across the country or at specialty stores. Uh, I'm getting. I'm, I suffered a lot of heart palpitations this week as a result. Really? I you leave. shouldn't, little rat, because so it's I supposed to lower your blood pressure. Health benefits <laughs> yet. Um, so here are the bars we tested. We tested the Hershey's Special Dark Chocolate. 
You've seen it. The Trader Joe's Organic Dark Chocolate. Mm-hmm. The Ritter Sport Dark Chocolate with Hazelnuts. We mm. went a step further. And then I'm going to give you at the end just a brief assessment of the Ghirardelli and the Scharfenberger chocolate. <laughs> I know. There are a lot of German names out there, she said with an English accent. All right. My methodology and what I'm looking for. This is really what I'm looking for. I'm looking for an after-dinner treat, sort of a blast of sweetness, a Ghirardelli square, as it were. I am not a rat who likes cake. I don't like cupcakes. I don't like big desserts. I don't even like sugar that much. But I love the dark cacao. Dark chocolate (laughs) will leave you satisfied. I want something that will leave me satisfied for that sweetness, but not overload it. I want to clear the palate with pleasure, Monica. That's what I want to do at the end of a meal. So I have dark chocolate every night. Wow, for the health benefits. <laughs> uh, you just like to top off your meal with that. Um, here was my methodology I did. You know, I really wanted to taste these side by side to compare. Uh, so I tried to cut off like the tiniest little nub of each bar, and then I set it in front of me. I had these little name tags. But I was thinking, you know, the perfect accompaniment to this dark chocolate would have been decaf coffee. But does decaf coffee clear the palate? I wasn't sure. So I had decaf coffee. I had water. I tested them all at once. I, here's what I was looking for. Does it melt in your mouth? Oh, Is okay. it creamy? And does it cause temporary swooning? <laughs> oh, those are good criteria. Yes. Now let's get started with the taste test. Oh, but Sheila. at the low end of the price scale is the Hershey's Special Dark Chocolate Bar with natural flavanol antioxidants. Now this is... This is the standard issue, thin Hershey bar. Let's stress the word thin. It sells for about $1.25. There's no word on the packaging about about the percentage of cacao in it. It's supposed to be cocoa, but it's... Why why do all of these chocolates have cacao? Yes, I think that's chocolate. chocolate? No, it's the bean that chocolate is made of. That cocoa and chocolate, it's made from the cacao bean. Okay, this... they just say percentage of chocolate? Right, Monica, I agree with you. Now, what I call... This is a good airplane bar. You know, sometimes I need a chocolate bar to get on an airplane. Just, you know... Really? Yes. What are Just you talking about? Just to get you over about? the threshold onto the jetway? <laughs> yes. I'd like one. to have a chocolate bar just in case something happens. All right? In case the plane goes down. <laughs> oh, she needs her cacao. No, and you don't have a lot of room. So the thin Hershey's really, you know, works well with the traveling. Also, it's good. You can slip it uh, in between the covers of your Us magazine. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, it's also good. Speaking of Us Magazine, at the checkout, while you're perusing Woman's World, grab a Hershey's Special Dark. You know you want a nibble, Leon. <laughs> you know you want something before you get home. But could it be any thinner, Monica? It's too thin for me. I like the chunk. I like a little bit of thickness. Only one paw up for the Hershey Special Dark. Okay, well, the good news about the Hershey Special Dark is that you can buy it anywhere. Mm-hmm. Okay. 7-Eleven, universal. Target, it's universal. Um, I appreciate that you can break it into these teeny tiny small pieces because it's scored, but it's hardly even a serve. That little tiny nub that you for break some off. rats, <laughs> uh, you know what? It, it, it does have a richer, noticeably richer taste than the Hershey's milk chocolate bars because it's special. It says it right on the package. <laughs> right, um, right. It's super sweet, so it has a sweeter finish than all of the other bars we tested. I 
I have to give it one paw down, though, compared to some of the other chocolate right, bars we, right. pre- we tested for almost the same price. It's super sweet. Kids could eat this. There are a few other bars we tested that I don't think would be appropriate for children. A little so. more grown up. All right, <laughs> yeah. let's get to the Trader Joe's Organic Dark Chocolate. Now, these bars come in a couple different varieties. They have the plain, which we sampled today. They have the dark with raisins and dark with pecans. Now, you can get these at Trader Joe's, of course. These are only $1.99 for a high-quality, high percentage. Really? Can Mine I... has 73% super uh, cacao in it, mm. Monica. Oh, I tested the one with, uh, like, 60% oh. dark, dark cacao. Oh, okay. Well, this is called the super dark. So it's basically, you know, what you're doing is the higher up the percentage of cacao, yeah. I think the lower the blood pressure because... <laughs> Because that's your scientific conclusion. Well, the team member at Trader Joe's was just screaming about these bars in the checkout the other day. He said, everybody grab a bar. You know, it's good for your health. (laughs) Oh, yeah, the health benefits. So that must be true then if the cashier says so. Yes, and of course I grabbed a bar or it grabbed me Mm -hmm. um, and it was all the rage. You know what? I enjoyed this. I enjoyed this because it's simple. It's dark. It's thick. It's satisfying, Monica. And again, it's it's a good price for what you get. I'm giving it one strong paw up. Okay. Okay. I agree. It's a it's a big chunky bar. You get a lot for your money you for a dollar ninety nine, but you have to go to Trader Joe's uh, to find it. Anyways, right. at first when I tasted the Trader Joe's, the organic dark chocolate, it was sort of bland. Okay. Mm-hmm. It, it, it compared to some of the other brands, but then I let it melt. Let it sink in. I was Into the pre- decaf coffee? Breathing <laughs> did deeply. Breathe. Did, you, did you dip? No, I just am <laughs> breathing deeply to breathe the chocolate up into my mm. sinuses. <gasps> lovely, lovely afterglow. Mm. That's mm. when you swooned? Before it disappears from your tongue. And quite a nice afterglow. I would say if you don't want a bar that's bitter or super sweet, if that makes sense, try this one. Okay, and I, yours I, was a 50, 60% percentage cacao. Yeah, mine was, yes. and I would give it a solid one paw up. I, I okay. really like this. All it right. took a little while for the flavor, full flavor to come out. You have to let it melt a little bit. Right. It was delicious. You might need a little aperitif with that, a little, dark, <laughs> little decaf coffee. All right, let's go to the Ritter Sport Dark Chocolate Bar. It's, it's, it's spelled Ritter. Wow, this thing is incredible. This is a German chocolate bar. You can buy these at Trader Joe's, people. Now, here's the tip. I used to go to that crazy place in our neighborhood called what? The Blind Duck or the Duck Blind? The Duck Blind, right. It's a liquor store, but I don't buy liquor. I go in for the Ritters. <laughs> and I was paying close to $4 a Ritter square. because I, At I, a liquor store. Well, I, I, well, I know, but I, then I told Julie about the Ritter. She goes, oh, it's very expensive. So I thought I had to pay full price for an imported chocolate bar that's out of this world. No, Trader Joe's, one ninety nine. this transported me back to my German homeland. <laughs> no, I don't have a German homeland. This is dark chocolate. We know that. With hazel. <laughs> right. We're your sisters. We know that. This is called a quality in a square. It's, it's 100 grams because everything's European on the package. It's five different languages. They have writing that I don't even recognize. We it's, could not figure out the percentage of cacao due to the European writing. But it's from the Deutschland and it's a, a Deutschland. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
You know, I, we have listeners in Germany. I know. So I'm sorry. Please be respectful. I know. It's a nick pack. It breaks here to open. <laughs> I can never do the break pack the right way. This little rat ripped it open because I love this teeth. bar. I did. I love it. It's thick. It's scored. It's 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 rich dark chocolate with fresh hazelnuts in it. Two paws up. Oh I my. love this thing. Last night, <laughs> Sheila and I were having a video chat on our computer and iChat. Sheila goes, wait a minute. And I thought she had to go to the door because someone was there. She goes, I just have to get my Ritter bar. <laughs> oh. Sheila, it's I'm gonna true. give I'm gonna give this one two paws up also. Oh, it was my a gosh. thick, it was chunky, yep. a lovely melt to it. I really I thought this one was was worth the money. Okay. Uh, you have to look around for it. Don't get ripped off. Don't pay $4 a bar for the Ritter. Okay, super, super quick. The Sharfin and the Ghirardelli, Monica. Okay, the Ghirardelli, I pr- I tried the 60% dark chocolate bar. I thought it was kind of skimpy for $2. Right. Had a complex, slightly bitter, dark taste, but a very long melt time. Mm-hmm. I would buy this bar again, but I have to tell you, I didn't even get... I, I didn't get what the, all the rage is about the Sharfen I know. Me neither. I know people rave about it. I got the one that was like 80% cacao. <laughs> people say it's some of the best chocolate in the world. No. Don't feed this to kids. It, it, it kind yeah. of bo- borders on like, have you ever put a square of baker's chocolate in your <laughs> yeah, mouth? Yeah. 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 When well, you're really desperate. That's a good, yes, that's a good exactly. comparison. <laughs> it was a little reminiscent of that. Okay. It just lacked sweetness. It was a little bitter. It is super creamy but i'm gonna give it one paw down okay so this week we actually agreed on the ritter sport bar look for it people it also has a marzipan filling you might enjoy that <laughs> if you want to be transported what is the sport aspect or i have we, no we idea what that maybe means. those are the health benefits. no if we have if we have <laughs> listeners in germany you can explain maybe sport means something in in german it means sport, sport. <laughs> okay it means sport I Next think it's week. just the handy packaging, you uh, know, I, that you can take it hiking. It's sporty and, like and that. Right, go. that's what I'm thinking, yes. trails and mountains and things like that. <laughs> Sport. Okay, now, next week we are doing a reprise... A n- fresh new mineral makeup report, right, Monica? Oh, yeah, good we, idea. Yeah, there's so many new mineral makeups out oh, there. Oh, we are uh, we are on. I mean, it. I mean that product category has exploded <laughs> because has. of us. And I feel like so. <laughs> no, I don't think it was because of us, but. I needed some new makeup, so I, we're going to go back okay. and test the new mineral makeups. So there you have it. The Lab Rats, once again, out there doing it. Thanks, you guys. We're all grateful. Your public is grateful. <laughs> this week, it's Mineral Makeup Redux. You know, the mineral makeup, that was our most requested Lab Rats report from last year. And we just thought it was time to revisit the mineral makeup world That's because right. there's so Shine many on. so many new kinds out there now in case you've been living under a rock mineral makeups are made of natural <laughs> rocks are made of minerals too okay <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, talking. Anyways, mineral makeups are made of natural natural finely ground minerals. There's if they're pure mineral makeup, they will contain none of the dyes and chemicals, preservatives that are found in regular makeup. They're supposed to be better for your skin. Uh, many of them have zinc oxide in them as a mineral and titanium. So they usually have an SPF rating of 15 or higher. Uh, the Lab Rats tested three different brands of mineral makeups from, you know, we picked an economy brand all the way up to a high end. Uh, we tested the mineral powder foundations, blush, and finishing powders. Oh, yes. And I even had my eyes done. I know, Monica. You told me. 
I mean, I asked you to get your, I said, get your eyes done, you know, while you're there. (laughs) So we tested the Maybelline Mineral Power Line, including the foundation, luminous blush, and finishing powder. Then we tested Bare Minerals, the line made by Bare Essentials. Again, foundation, face color, blush, and mineral veil. Even though it's spelled Bare Essentials, right? Essentials. Yeah, no, it's, 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 it's T-U-A-L-S at the end. It's not like essentials. It's like essentials. <laughs> okay. Yes. All right, I'm sorry. This is, All right. And finally, the Laura Mercier. Please don't say anything about her name, okay? I won't. won't. (laughs) We tested the Laura Mercier line of mineral makeups. Okay. I think she's French. Anyway, methodology. it's spelled (laughs) Mercier. All right. Methodology and what I'm looking for. These are the three top, uh, several top things I'm looking for. I want a fresh smell. Always. In life. (laughs) I want medium coverage. That's just me. I want some sort of light diffusers to take away from the spotlight on the wrinkles, all right? Um, I want a boyfriend, and I want a a one-bedroom apartment with counter space. That's what I'm looking for. Monica? Well, that's a lot to ask for. Uh, You know, I... I tapped, I buffed, I swirled. I mean, the key to putting on all of these mineral makeups is you're supposed to put a small amount into the cap, put the brush in, tap the excess off, and then you like swirl and buff the whole thing into your face with the special short brush. So it's a little bit different than putting on regular face powder. Um, I I wanted to go back because I didn't feel like I gave the mineral makeups a full workout the last time. So for the two brands, uh, Bare Minerals and Laura Mercier, I had the experts apply the stuff. I didn't do it myself. I went to their stores. I wore it around for a whole day before I graded them. Now, you're kind of on your own at Rite Aid, okay? They don't have... You certainly are. There's no one working in that store. (laughs) (laughs) No one. Maybe there's that pharmacist back in the corner. At Uh, mine, there's an ice cream guy that serves ice cream. That is no help when you're in the makeup aisle. But I took the the methods, the tapping, swirling, buffing, swirling, buffing, the methods I learned at Bare Minerals, and I applied them with uh, my Maybelline. You know, I, I used those techniques when I applied the Maybelline at home. Here's what I'm looking for. I want to have all of the age spots on my forehead and cheeks sort of connected and blended. In. <laughs> right, right, okay? right, exactly. But I don't like it when powder foundations or powders get hung up in the crabs and crevices of my face, okay? I want it to look fresh for a couple of hours. I'm not expecting miracles, but I don't want <laughs> because it. Because Monica can't leave makeup on for longer than two hours. <laughs> she has to wipe it off. <laughs> I just want it to be, I want it to be sort of even coverage and I want it to still look fresh without looking powdery. Very good, Monica. All right, let's get started with the product testing. First, it's the Maybelline Power Line, Mineral Powder Line, the Power Line that was found. <laughs> what, what is the name of the product? It's Power. Power. Power Line. It's found in most drugstores and it's basically our bargain brand. All of the Maybelline uh, Mineral Power products cost about $9.99. Now that includes a mini kabuki brush uh, to be used for the powders and the blush. And they're about, <laughs> what, Monica? What? Nothing. There are about six different shades to choose from. All right, here's the thing. 
The brush is too small for my little mitts. I need something bigger, all right? I just I don't have a lot of coordination in my fingers because they're so small. I just need a bigger blush brush. Uh, the minerals did not seem very high quality. I know we're supposed to trust the minerals, trust what they say, but somehow I didn't, Monica. And finally, the Maybelline Power Line made me made my wrinkles look a little more pronounced. I don't know what happened to you. No, that's that's no good. Two paws down for me, Monica. Oh, okay. You know, I I chose the natural ivory color. You know, the brush that comes with it, it's a little bit rough. It's not quite as high quality as the other two that we tried, but for nine ninety nine, it's okay. I actually use the brush to sort of exfoliate my face first. <laughs> That, that is rough. <laughs> That's rough. And then did you do your heels and your elbows? <laughs> um, I, it, it, it provided a light coverage. It was a very natural, warm color. So I like that about the Maybelline. It wasn't freakish, you know, the color. Um, then That's I used, good. That, that is a good sign, Lane. Then I used the natural rose blush. Um, all was going well. I felt light. It felt light. It didn't look powdery. It had a matte finish. But then I applied the finishing powder, which right. is transparent. Right. It was too much, Sheila. I know. You don't need that. It was too powdery. I know that that's supposed to be the last step with these mineral makeups. So I'm sorry. I have to give the Maybelline one paw down. Okay. All right, Monica. Let's go with the brand that started it all next. That is the Bare Minerals line by Bare Essentials. <laughs> you can buy Bare Minerals online. You can buy it at Sephora at department stores or standalone, there are now bare mineral stores. The line comes with the starter kit, which you can buy at Sephora for $60. It includes an exfoliator, four powders, and three brushes. Or you could just purchase the product separately, but that's going to be expensive. Now, I do love this line, Monica. I applied uh, today to Leanne, the medium beige. And Leanne, it's a nice coverage. You know what I mean? It really, really is. And as you know, um, you know, we've tested this before. But, Monica, I, I have to wait till I get to my Laura Mercier thing. But I almost feel like this is like a primer. I feel like this is a primer for some other makeup that's going to come later. I don't feel like it's a... It's <laughs> that's a, not good. I know. I feel like it's not finished enough or I just don't look it's like I really bare. have makeup. You oh, know, and I, I felt the exact opposite. I'm only giving... The... But I, let me let me finish. I'm going to give one paw up for the Kabuki brush, which I enjoy. I bought many years... Uh, a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> many or one year ago. <laughs> <laughs> and it is it has stood the test of time <laughs> even if i bought it last week <laughs> okay. oh well, you know i shall i ended up going to the bare mineral store oh, which you did? i enjoyed we have a standalone bare mineral store at the mall i had a great session with the woman there she spent 20 minutes with me okay I agree with you. The Kabuki brush feels great on your skin. Mm -hmm. It was the nicest brush of the three we tried. Overall, when I finished the overall look, I felt like it was a very warm color. I also felt sort of moisturized. It was a little bit plumper looking than the other two. But maybe that's because I started, before I put on the makeup, they put this sort of plumping serum on. Oh, right? no wonder you got the serum. Which was kind of the secret, I think, to the Bare Minerals makeup lasting and, and looking moister than the other two. I thought the Bare Minerals did the best job of concealing um, the many 
flaws that I have, <laughs> all right? Because it comes with a separate concealer brush. Oh. And you use the foundation powder. So it did hide the flaws the best of the three we tried. Um, I tried everything. It was just, there's foundation, then you put the concealer on, it's the same powder. Then you have this warmth all over powder. Then you put on the blush. Then you put on the finishing veil. That's a lot of layers, you know? Right, it, it, so it, people could start with just the uh, foundation and blush if they want. I guess, but they really pushed that mineral veil to finish it all off. It was very warm. The color was very glowy. And I'll tell you, when I was in that store, women were snapping up this stuff. It yeah, was like sponta- spontaneous testimonials from the woman seated next to me. Then I looked around at all the salespeople in the store, and they had been wearing the makeup all day. And I have to say... They looked a little tired, you know? <laughs> I mean, not tired from working. Well, they've been on their feet all day. No, no, not in that way. Their makeup looked a little tired. Well, that's not good. And it looked good. a little chalky, and that is not a great advertisement. So, Well, maybe they didn't have enough serum on. I, I'm still going to give them one paw Okay, up. all right. I would say go to a place where they'll give you the whole, you know, makeup. For 20 minutes, so spend 15 minutes with you, wear it around for a day and see how you like it. I think that's a good idea. I'm going to give it one paw up because the color looked very nice. All right. Lastly, let's go to Laura Mercier. This is a mineral makeup collection. It has a primer, a blush, and a finishing powder. You can find this product at fine department stores and online, Laura Mercier. It's the priciest product we tried. It's $35 for each of the powders and the $35 brush, which wow. is heavenly though. Oh, Laura Mercier uses crushed pearls and gemstones in her makeups. All right. This was fantastic for me. It, this, The milling of the minerals is so fine. It's so high class, Monica. You told me it would be high end and it was. They use crystals and amino peptides. Did you know <laughs> that well and my sales more- <laughs> my my salesperson told me that they use rubies and diamonds yeah, well, right i mean it's just like you feel sparkly and 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 light and beautiful and the more you use it the more the peptides you know work with your skin it's not a treatment but it can improve the look of your skin and if you believe that <laughs> right. go right ahead well i used the pure sand foundation absolutely loved it all i had was some cream on and then i loved the blush it was called pink spark it had rubies and diamonds in it and it was <laughs> yes, a- <laughs> i'm sure it did and you know and my uh, sales consultant crystal said i could come back anytime her she- name was crystal yes yeah. She sold mineral makeup. Yes. Uh, two paws up for the Laura Mercier. No, no, no. Her name is Crystal. I'm not okay. making it up. Is my my life ever made up? No, this is real. <laughs> All right, Monica. Two paws up from Laura Mercier. Okay, I, I knew you would love it. I, I too did like the Laura Mercier. I think the secret is she makes this neutral mineral powder primer that you put on, and it's it makes super nice. It makes the makeup last longer, and it's you're right, Sheila. It's just finely pulverized. Yes. Yes. It looks really beautiful on uh, the bra- The brush is nice. Not as nice as the Bare Minerals brush. No, it's though, not as nice. I have to say. But this mineral powder was the sheerest coverage. So it may not be the ticket for those of you wanting to conceal things. Well, you can just go over it one more time. That's what Crystal taught me. You can go over it twice instead of once to get medium coverage. I think I might need a separate concealer. However... (laughs) Okay. That's your own issue. (laughs) (laughs) That is. Uh, However... 
it looked really soft, really lovely. I mean, I tried the finishing powder, the overall look and feel of it. It was the sheerest, lightest of the three. It was very classy. I'm going to give it two paws up. Really? Wow. Okay, Monica, mm-hmm. let's Monica, recap. for a makeup. I mean, you know. I go- didn't know any makeup could rate two paws up for you. So I mean, good. Monica, you like the Bare Essentials. We're still endorsing that, but uh, we, two paws up for the Laura Mercier from both of us. This is a very special line, um, and we just, you know, we, we love that. So, Monica, once again, mineral makeup. <laughs> and uh, what are we going to be doing next? It. What are we going to be doing next week, Monica? Uh, we had a couple of good suggestions. How about microfiber cleansing cloths? Ah, I'm all over that. In the past, we've tested food, cosmetics, all kinds of household products. So that that's our specialty. We're not scientists, are we? Now, no, we're no. just lab rats. We're lab rats, <laughs> lab rats. So this week, the lab rats tested laundry detergent. Hey, woo. now there's a product everyone uses all the time. That's a good choice. And and some of the Dolans really, really love laundry detergent. Laundry, clean clothes. I feel like cleaning products of all kind are close to Sheila's heart. And I have to tell you guys, when I called mom and I said the lab rats were testing laundry products, she started cheering and clapping. <laughs> she did. Cheering and clapping. But we want to know, if you have other products that you would like the lab rats to test, you know, you want the inside scoop on something, Call us at 866-337-4783. We're going to take one suggestion during the segment for just one, for a future product you want the Lab Rats to test. That's right, 866-33-SISTER. We're only taking one call. Monica, tell them what we tested. Okay, we tested three different laundry detergents. We, we went with both powders and liquids. We want to mix it up a little bit, and we're going to report our findings on you. The brands we tested, okay, first we did the classic Tide Soap Powder with Bleach. Tide with Bleach. That's the classic. Soap Powder. And then Sheila's Pick. Which is hard for me to even say it. It was all small and mighty. Just say it. Just small say it. and mighty. I haven't even heard of that. There's a well, bottle on the table in front of us. It's called the, the Small and Mighty. Is it's it? the all brand, and it's in the Fresh Rain scent. And then, don't you just love the name Small and Mighty? And then finally, my pick was Mrs. Meyer's Clean Day. Lavender scent. It's sort of a boutique brand. Oh, all right. We'll you find know, there's out. There's so much more that lavender scented, rain scented, all natural kind of. I was looking at that at a store the other day. That's a whole category that didn't exist. So Sorry, much to sort through, Liz. Well, oh. our methodology. <laughs> sort through, no so pun intended. In order to inject some science into our report today, we washed one item heavily soiled with dirt and grime using each of the different products. Now, as the sisters know, none of, nothing in my house gets very dirty yeah, for very long. I know. But I did choose one white bath towel, which might get slightly gray after a week or two, some mascara stains, and that's what I tested my products on. And what am I looking for, sisters? What I'm looking for is first, a fresh scent. I want it alive. I want it fresh. I want it lasting. Next. <laughs> you don't start with clean, is it? it well, clean? you'll see, Liz. <laughs> I want a liquid. I am sorry. I am biased ever since I had a botched powder incident in 1996. <laughs> I will never go back. And finally, thank God, someone has devised a bottle that does not weigh 15 pounds <sighs> that I have to carry home from the supermarket. And I just want to say I appreciate a small bottle for when I'm doing laundry. Monica? Okay, That's a highly concentrated product. That's why the bottle's small, right? Three, three times. Okay. Three times the concentration. Okay. All right. 
You know, I didn't have to look far to find something heavily soiled in my house. Let me just say, I have a bunch of these white cotton throw rugs in my mudroom, saturated with muddy paw prints from my dog, Quinn. You know, I live in Portland, Oregon. When we grew up in Connecticut, we called it the laundry room. Now that I live in Portland, Oregon, it's definitely the mud room. Right. So what I did was I washed these heavily, heavily soiled. I just, I, I cannot, paw print marked white rugs in each of the three different products. Oh, okay. So this will be great. So. And you know what, Sheila, here's what I'm looking for. I don't really care about brightness and stain removal. In fact, dingy is really okay by me. <laughs> By this lab rat. For me, I really don't care how bright things are. It's all about scent and convenience. All right, we'll find out. We are the lab rats, and today we are testing laundry detergent. First, the classic Tide powder with bleach. Okay, here's the thing. There is Tide, and there is bleach. As Liam would say, it's Kelly, it's Rippa, it's <laughs> Kelly Rippa. <laughs> I feel strongly that... Powder and bleach should not be combined. What I like to do is I like to bleach the bleep out of it in my clothes. <laughs> and I like to do it separately. Separately, please. The bottle weighs about 15 pounds. I give it two paws down. Monica, how'd you do with the Tide uh, with the bleach? Okay, here's Tide with bleach. You know, it, smell, it smells kind of nostalgic. That's what you expect laundry to smell like. And yet the smell is so overpowering and so cheap smelling. I, I really didn't like it. But I would say it did an excellent job cleaning the muddy rug. So it was the best at cleaning. So oh, that's, it actually oh, is that's important. Is that's important to you. The Tide with bleach powder did the job. All righty. Let's move on. How many paws, Mom? I gave that one paw, one paw up. Okay. All righty. Okay. How about the all small and mighty? <laughs> I picked this out not just for the bright teal color, not just for the very simple, actually first grade teacher inspired um, graphics. I picked it out for the size of the bottle. <laughs> all right. And the concept that small is mighty. And here's the thing. Just one tiny little capful <laughs> will wash two huge loads of soiled clothes. And you really? know you know I separate. Yes, I do. <laughs> I appreciate the fresh rain scent that lasted long through the week. I love the compact bottle, and it cleans mighty clean. The all small and mighty. Monica, what okay, did you he, think? Here's how so I two did. Two paws up for you? Two paws up for the all small and mighty. Here's how I did with small and mighty. First of all, it's ridiculous. <laughs> Bright blue cartoon-like <laughs> bottle was a total turnoff for me. Okay? Sheila, I used the correct amount but the washer was so filled with suds. I used just the teeny tiny weeny amount they recommended. The washer was so filled with suds, it just didn't inspire a lot of confidence in me that my clothes would rinse clean. Ah, I don't know. care about that, really. Okay. It, did, I know. it did a good job cleaning the rugs. The fresh rain scent was totally obnoxious. I would never buy this product again. It was a good deal. It was about $8 for 60 washes. Okay. I give it two small and mighty paws down. Oh, wow. We have quite a difference of opinion yes. there. Lastly, a boutique brand, Mrs. Meyer's Clean Day Lavender Scent. All right. This is Sheila. I do not trust a boutique brand to get my clothes clean. Boutiques are for shopping. <laughs> they are not for cleaning. Two paws down for the boutique brand. Monica? Okay. Wow, Sheila. All right. This stuff is pricey. It's about $13 a bottle, but I'm telling you, it's changed my laundry life. 
Really? I totally bought into the promise on the bottle of aroma therapeutic properties. That's oh. what it said in the soap. And boy, did it deliver. Let's just talk about delicious, <laughs> light, bright clouds of lavender scent wafting through my mudroom and into my, what I call, salon. My salon, <laughs> which would be my living room. Uh, oh, boy. The cleaning power was adequate. It got the job done. It wasn't spectacular. Adequate's good enough for you, though. <laughs> but, Leah, this lavender, it claims to have relaxing, soothing, tranquilizing qualities. Oh, come on. I mean, Do you buy that? Yes, Liz. I love this stuff. It smells. It's such a light, fresh lavender scent. My whole house smelled of it. I loved it. Two freshly scented paws up oh, for the Myers. Where, where do you buy that Myers? That, I bought it at a regular grocery store. It just look. It comes in kind of a designer-looking jug with plain graphics on it. That's and they, it's like that stuff that they have at uh, Restoration Hardware. Correct, Liz. But I got it just in my regular thrift way, and they have it at Safeway. So. We are the Lab Rats. Let's recap our findings. I give two paws up. Two paws for the all small and mighty. Love it. Love everything about it. Monica. Monica loved the Mrs. Myers clean day lavender scent. I did. So she like first I want to go through a few little laundry care facts that I read about in Real Simple Magazine in case you don't know how to do the laundry. You're supposed to sort. You're supposed to select the proper water temperature, which I never do. Hot for whites. Warm for permanent press. Cold for bright colors. This is what you're supposed to do. No wonder your clothes are dingy. You don't select the right water? No, I don't. I don't sort and I don't select. You're supposed to fit. No, but listen. You're in your mid-40s, for God's sake. I don't care anymore. Fill the washer halfway, then add the detergent, then add the clothes. See, my problem is I dump the clothes in. Well, you you know, I use the washer as a hamper because I just take off my dirty clothes and I store them in the washing machine. Okay, so we sort, we select, and anything else we do? Yeah, you're supposed to fill it with water and soap and then put the clothes in. Oh, that's too much trouble. Sort, select, fill, and press. Okay, Liz, well, if you want your clothes to be clean. I don't even have a washing machine. Well, I'm glad you bring that up because we looked at laundry profiles of all the sisters. And this is how we broke it down. We discovered that the sisters fall into five categories. Where are you on the spectrum? Write to us at sisters at satellitesisters.com. Or if you have a product you want the lab rats to test next week, call us at 866-33-SISTER, 866-337-4783. Sheila Our oldest profile. sister, Julie, is the fold and fluff. That's why she focuses on the final stages of laundry because she lives out of a suitcase. <laughs> Her clothes are always jammed into a giant suitcase, and she needs that extra folding and fluffing when she gets home. Are you a fold and fluff, or are you like Liz? The kitchen sink. <laughs> Everything in at once. Just throw it in there. Hey, and Monica just confessed to that, too. Everything in warm, Liz. All right, how about Seems me? Seems like the safest. I am divide and conquer. I separate washers. I separate <laughs> products. I separate folding stations. And I'm very happy that way. Monica is the great equalizer. Yellow clothes don't bother her. <laughs> Everything is the same. And finally, our little sister, Leanne, we just call her the Santa Anna because she puts a dryer on high till her clothes are toasty and warm. <laughs> she doesn't care if they shrink. She doesn't care if they, they, if they fall. You just dry the heck out of she everything. She certainly Leanne. does. Oh, boy, this has been so oh. much. It's time for what we call on Satellite Sisters, 
Lab rats. <laughs> now, I know what you're thinking. That sounds like some <laughs> horror movie. It does. There's some rats does. running around in a lab. But no, it's me and my little sister Monica in fresh white lab coats. And we are getting to the bottom of what's out on the market for you. Monica? That's right. Lab rats is the time of the show where Sheila and I are going to team up. And we're going to test consumer products for you. We're going to test food, cosmetics, household products, clothing, if anyone will donate us stuff. <laughs> now, you know, Sheila and I, we're lab rats, but we're not really experts. We're just average consumers like you, like your friends. You know, when your friends give you advice on, you know, some product that you ought to try. Well, Sheila and I are now going to do the research on those products. That's right. We're going to be doing the legwork. And, and we're going to rate the products And for coming you. up next week, Monica, we have body lotions. <laughs> what are the best wow. body lotions? Yes. You, know, you know we've all bought those giant bottles of body lotion, and we've made mistakes. Monica, we're going to do that next week. But what are we doing this week, Monica? Okay, this week we chose a product that's close to Sheila's heart, frozen foods. Okay, <laughs> Sheila likes to say, frozen foods, people eat them. But seriously, frozen dinners... They're great for busy people on the go, and that's what Sheila and I are. You know, if you work long hours, if you travel, like me, I'm single. I don't really want to spend a lot of time with food prep. Sometimes I waste a lot of food because I'm single. So everyone needs a few frozen dinners in their freezer. I like to think of them sort of as emergency food, emergency backup dinners, because you know what I like about frozen food, Sheila? Sometimes you just want to have a hot meal. Well, every day. You know what, Monica? <laughs> you know, you just want a hot entree. You don't want a sandwich from Subway. Every day, every day is an emergency for me. That's the way I look at it. <laughs> okay. That's why my freezer is stuck. But let's, let's describe the facilities. I don't want anyone to think, you know, that we, again, we're experts or we have some high tech. I just want to give you some picture. I, in my studio apartment at home, I have a 1940s-style stove, which I've used once in four years, <laughs> to, to cook the, what we tested today. And I also have a brand new microwave oven, for some reason only has one setting, popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> now Monica, Monica on the other hand has a full eight burner stove. You use your stove a lot, don't you Monica? I do, I have a full, in my test kitchen, I'll just air quotes around test kitchen, I have a full stove, however I'm probably the only person in America who does not have a microwave oven. But I have a very, very small freezer. So I can't get a lot of frozen entrees in there. So, so you, I just try to use them up. You have to be selective, and that's what we're doing today. So, Monica, let's bring it, let's bring it to the people. Okay. You know what, Sheila? We tried to focus on low-fat, low-carb entrees that appeal to women. And the reason why <laughs> it, it appealed to us, but you know what? Dietitians, they actually recommend sort of low-fat, low-carb entrees for people wanting to maintain their weight because they said it teaches you portion control. Portion control. Two words. It's like an oxymoron, really. <laughs> it's like a foreign language. Yes. It is. And dietitians, they also recommend that you look for meals, if you're looking to maintain or lose weight, that are in the 200 to 300 calorie range and about 10% fat. So those are the kind of products Jill and I focused on. All right. That sounds rather healthy. Very good. And, and you know what? I just want you to stand by because coming up at the end of the segment, Sheila's going to teach you how to dress up. Your frozen food. That's on. right. <laughs> yes. Stress, stretch, right, let's, stretch them. Let's My, get uh, to the product. Okay, hate to start. We got to start with the worst. I don't want you to go out and buy something called Amy's burritos. <laughs> now, I was duped. I thought it looked healthy. It does. Look it healthy. sounded healthy. Yeah. yeah. All fresh ingredients. All organic. We are talking soft, 
tasteless and slight freezer burn on the Amy's burrito. Oh, oh. Amy. So uh, that is a no. Monica, what was your w- worst? W- was that a two thumbs down? You know, I Two take, thumbs down. I focus kind of on three brands. Lean Cuisine, Healthy Choice, and Weight Watcher Smart Ones. Okay, overall I found Lean Cuisine to be the best. But let's start with the worst. It was something called Smart Ones Chicken Marsala. Alrighty. Oh, or is chicken marsala, but not really. With <laughs> Smart the, Ones is a big line out there, it isn't is. it? It is. It's yes. a Weight Watchers brand. Okay. Chicken marsala, not really, with the side of broccoli. It was a watery, tasteless mess. The broccoli was so watery, and you know what? Those chicken cubes were funny looking. So I gave that two thumbs down. Two thumbs down. All Worst right. purchase. Now, I'm going to go straight to my best. I love the entire South Beach diet line. They have frozen entrees for every night of the week. Savory. <laughs> every night of the week you have them? Savory beef with cheesy broccoli. I started with the refrigerated um, luncheons, turkey and bacon club wrap with a side of jello. <laughs> Anyway, my jello? My favorite. Were you trying to pretend you were actually in the hospital? That, Liz, (laughs) is a a secret. My favorite, though, was the South Beach diet pepperoni pizza. Okay. Pepperoni pizza. Okay. All right. Let me move on to my best, (laughs) Sheila. Okay. There's a South Beach Diet Pepperoni Pizza, like approved pizza? It must be cooked in your 1940s oven, though. Five extra minutes. This is what I'm recommending. Do not do the microwave version of the pepperoni pizza. Go for the oven. Give it an extra five minutes so it's nice and crispy. Monica? Okay, I'm going to go to my best purchase was Lean Cuisine Chicken and Vegetables, and this is why I liked it. It had it all. It had chicken, which appeared to be real. It had some sprinkling of broccoli florets, and it also had a base of pasta. So, you know, I judge a good frozen dinner, especially the low the low calorie ones. Does it keep me satisfied? Does it <laughs> fill me up? <laughs> Sorry. The lab the lab rats have lost no, all control. The lab rats have not lost control. I think the lab rats, you've eaten so much frozen food this week that you're just completely giddy. I'm a sucker for any frozen food that says new on it. <laughs> Sheila, how do you dress up the frozen foods? You know what I do, Monica. I know what you do. I take a bag of salad. If our sisters would stop laughing, we could get through the Lab Rats Consumer Reports, I think. Okay. All right, we'll try to be straight up. You know, Monica, you're right. Sheila has some really good suggestions for, because sometimes these entrees, they just don't satisfy you. They leave you, you know, hungry. (laughs) That's that's when I have two, Monica. No, you don't don't have to do that. You can buy a bag of lettuce and put it underneath. (laughs) And spread out and bulk, bulk up your meal. All right. Okay. We are put. We are really trying hard to get okay. through this. Okay. I had, no, had, I, had, I had no idea it would be so scientific. You know what? We had so much fun. That's the thing. We really did. Yeah, we did. And you know, Sheila. Well, I used stuff like cherry tomatoes and baby <laughs> carrots. Anyways. Oh, All right, lab wow, rats. lab rats. Uh, this is such an excellent idea. I enjoyed that. So now I am looking forward to body, <laughs> body, body lotion next week. Oh All right. Oh, my gosh. We are going to try to get a hold of ourselves. Yes. Really, it must be a Friday because Jello is not that funny on Tuesday, but very, very funny on Friday. <laughs>
That's all for this show, but be sure to check out SatelliteSisters.com and our blog, Sister Spot, for more news, talk, and laughs. And don't forget, call your Satellite Sister.